full house today. A lot of people showed up. I guess it's the end of tax season, starting to work, huh? You guys are relaxed. Everybody called in dead yesterday. Today, you're back at it. I'm glad you're here. My name is Eric Greenspan. I'm watching the mail guy out my window deliver fake or synthetic ice. He's now on his fourth trip. <laughs> he pulled right up to the front door, rang the doorbell just about at nine o'clock. I got fake ice for my kids and I knew whoever delivered it wasn't going to be happy about it because it's really heavy, these big panels. So listen, um, I'm not a bot and neither are you. And today we're going to talk about bots and just the whole concept of how bots work. And, and I don't want you to be afraid of bots. There's lots of other things to be afraid of. This is not one of them. The, the concept of a bot is, is just basically taking automation and, and kind of integrating it into human life. And, and I'll explain what I mean by that. When I say automation, let me first start with that. So when we automate something along the lines of, I don't know, maybe it's we want to copy data from one side to the next. And if that's the secret, you know, if what we're trying to do is take data from, let's say, Insightly and put it into QuickBooks. Okay, well, if we were in a situation where we needed it to say, um, if this particular client um, buys a particular product, it automatically is added in a sales receipt and so on and so forth. But if human interaction is required, meaning um, would you like that emailed or, or mailed via postal service? Something like that, something where it's going to affect the outcome of the automation or the income or the input, I should say, the flow, whatever it might be that might affect the automation that's more on a human level, that's a decision that a human might make, that a bot or some sort of automation or some sort of sequence or program that's been written could possibly go through based on certain inputs, but it's the inputs, it's the inputs, it's the decisions, it's the things that people want the differences, the, the difference between saying, I want it mailed and I want it emailed is not necessarily something a bot can determine or, or the automation can, can determine, but a human may be able to uh, provide that input either electronically or on the phone or whatever it might be. And if that's the case, then the bot will change direction. That's what a bot does, is it allows automation to occur based on certain inputs. So here's a great example, and, and I was talking about this with one of my clients, and I cannot wait to build this. So CPA, tax preparer, right? And one of the biggest challenges you all face, we know, is, is hurting documents and information and gathering everything and getting people to upload the right files and the, the, the right bank statements and the right you know, W-2s and the right this and the right that. Well, that's a process and you spend way too much time on it or money on administrative uh, overhead to deal with it. So I started coming up with this idea originally with an electronic organizer where it asks a series of questions and then it asks you to upload, but that's cool. But let's take it one step further. So imagine if you went to a, to a page on your website and the whole page was dedicated to just the collection of this information, the onboarding of the, the, the documents and information that you need. And it was part electronic form and part automation through bots, but really just bots. So it started off like this. It said, 
And it knows what you're there for because you have different pages for, uh, let's, let's call it personal and business, all right? So you got 1120 client, they go to the business and they're gonna be asked certain things, you know, you know, uh, what's the partner uh, uh, ownership percentages? What are their social security numbers? What are, what's the tax ID of the business? Whatever the, the information you need. And then any kind of documents that might be related to the business or the individuals, if we're going to eventually do, you know, a, an escort pass through type of uh, return for the, 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 uh, the partners, whatever that might be, they might be combined, they might not. But whatever the questions are, you know what it is because you sent them there on purpose. It doesn't have to be. You could send them to one page and they could say, is this a personal return, a business return or both? And they would answer. And then based on what they answer. Now, when I say they answer, they literally, the bot would ask this question. It would be the first thing it asked. And then they would respond by clicking on the options that the bot provides, which are simply little buttons. And you, and, and you just touch it, you, you click it, you, you just say, yes, I'm, it's a business. And when you say business, then naturally it's going to follow a different uh, uh, logic pattern than it would if it was personal. And that's great, right? Because when you, when you start asking these questions, you streamline and you, and you move people towards your, your goal, which is to get the information. And they're probably, most people aren't real good with lists and forms are okay. But when a bot says, okay, so business, great. All right. So how many employees, uh, payroll, this, that, whatever the questions are. And, and if let's say they said number of employees and, and it allowed you to type in the number and you put in 15 and then it responded back and said, oh, great. Wow. You've grown. You, you know, you added five since last year because it has access to last year's records. And this person's thinking, wow, this is cool. And then all of a sudden it asks a question and they need to upload something and they're having a technical problem and they can't get it. Now, if it's a form or any other system or, or an email that says do this, they're just going to give up or they're going to call your office and spend a lot of time on the phone with you and then you're going to be frustrated and it's just not efficient. But what if at this stage where they get stuck, they could say human at any time and then the human pops up and it says to you, um, how can I help you? And you, you say, look, I'm having trouble uploading. And then it, as they, I'm having trouble uploading and it automatically sends them a link to a, a knowledge base article that says having trouble uploading. Here are common um, uh, fixes for that. If that doesn't solve the problem and get you off of the, off the chat session. Um, and by the way, you just got busy. So now the chat was taken over by another person in the company. You're crowdsourcing. Awesome. It just keeps flowing. It doesn't matter. Happens to me all the time. I'm in the middle of a conversation and somebody else jumps in and says, hey, Eric, I'm taking over for, for Jana and she's, uh, she went off to lunch. And, but I've seen the notes and let me continue on with what we're doing. And you just, it's just seamless, almost, almost better than seamless. It's almost more human. But anyhow, so you address the question either through that link automatically, or you send them a manual link to something even better, or you say, Hey, look, let me, let me help you. I'm going to send you a link and I'm going to take over your computer, show you how to do it and then go on my merry way. So you're in and out of there in five, 10 minutes, you help them upload it, explain how to do it. And then you exit. And then you leave them with a link to a video of what you just did so that they can watch it again in your absence. Now they go and do that because they forgot how to do it because they came back the next day to finish and they continue on and they watch the video and they didn't bother you at all. And then they went back to the bot and continued the process. This is great stuff. You know, it's just great stuff because it, this is one way to do it. Now, 
when you pick up the phone and you call, and I don't care who you call today, but if it's a larger company, let's take Apple, and there's that guy's voice. Ooh, man, I don't know where they got that guy's voice, but hi, how can I help you today? And, and, and you, he just says, what are you calling about? Or how can I help you today? Or whatever it is, right? He doesn't go into any kind of details about what it is because their system kind of works pretty well and it was ahead of a lot of the others. And now others are kind of pulling you know, forward. I remember calling Delta Airlines back in the day and swearing every single word I could possibly come up with until they finally would just give me an agent. And today I find that I actually can avoid finding an agent. Try, believe me. I can actually get more done without an agent because today I was on a call with Equifax dealing with a matter on my credit report that took over 55 minutes and zero resolution. I'll have to call them back later. And it was a painful experience, put you on hold, put you on hold, put you on hold. I'd rather just get on chat with them and say, here's what I need to do and here's the answer and they send me a link and I say, no, that's not true. Here's a link to, to you know, the contrary, you're wrong, I need this done and so on and so forth. But, but if it's a bot or if it's a bot on the phone, then it could be a much more streamlined process. This is what I want to do. Great. Here's what we need to do to do that. Great. Here's my information. Great. So now here's what I need from you next. Perfect. And then it responds back and it says, okay, here's your resolution and this is what we can do for you. Are you satisfied with that? Yes or no. And if I say no, then it continues the process. And if I continue on, eventually it may end up getting me to a human. And while sadly, some of these companies haven't figured out that they're supposed to jump in as a human after reviewing the notes of the transcript that just occurred, some of them just come on blind and you start all over again. And then, you, then you're like pulling your hair out saying, what was the value of that automation, that bot, that process that I just spent 15 minutes on the phone with, if I've got to start all over and revalidate myself and give you my address and my name and all that nonsense all over again. I'm now on the phone for a half hour and so on and so forth. So as the bots come to life and people start to use them more and the artificial intelligence gets more intelligent, so to speak. And remember, this artificial intelligence is really just some programmer um, and, and, and let's be fair, if you were to look at the Amazon Echo device, who I won't say her name because she's right near me here, but if you, if you saw the news about how the Amazon Echo device has people listening every time you say something so they can make the device better, well, while that may scare you, it doesn't scare me at all because I really don't care what they're hearing me say, but the truth, truth of the matter is, I mean, I guess if it's your password or something, I, I hope you'd never give your password to her. I guess people do though, if they're opening doors. Mm, that's an interesting one. Hopefully some of those apps don't allow it. But anyhow, the, the important part is it's, it's not gonna go away, so let's embrace it. So let's use it to our advantage. And if you look at what they're doing with her, all they're doing, going back to what I was saying earlier, is they're taking the artificial intelligence of this Amazon, Alex, Amazon Echo device and they're making it better because it's a programmer in this case, me, when I'm building this, this automation with the drift bot that you're going to see, 74D2 is on my page and I'm building them for a lot of my customers now and they're starting to see the value. I mean, you'll be able to go through from start to finish and there'll be things that I could have done better. So I'm going to go in and I'm going to reprogram the steps so that it asks different questions and has different stages and, 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 and you know, different uh, 
tributaries, if you will, of, of directions it might go before it comes back to completing the task at hand. And, you know, these options based on your input is what's going to create a better solution. We want to keep it simple, but at the same time, if every single time we ask for a form and the response is, I don't have a scanner or I don't, I don't have, um, I can't upload those files because they're blocked on my network or whatever the thing is that, that that person can't share with you that's stopping them from using it. If you don't trap for that, if you don't build that into the mechanism, well, then the whole mechanism kind of fails. And, and that's a bummer. You know, here's another great one. Uh, there's a company that I call on a regular basis. You have to put in your social security number. And every single time I do it, I move quickly and I realize oh, they, they missed the first digit every single time. Their system, you need to pause and wait till after they ask you to put in the numbers and then type them relatively slowly. If, as, if you interrupt her while she's asking you to enter it and start typing, the first digit is always missed. And for some reason, this company decides to hang up on you when that's the case. I don't understand that. But this is not good behavior. This is taking something that's great and potentially even greater and not leveraging it properly or not knowing or testing it properly and experiencing it as an end user. And even worse, perhaps they are. And more often than not, what I experience is nobody's reporting the failure. Nobody's telling anybody this is not working. Nobody's saying, hey, you know what? Um, that automation would have been great if the following didn't happen. So, you know, I mean, every time I call them, I have to go through this awful process. And if I try to read them the, the, the social security number, uh, I never get it the first time. Um, I mean, there's just certain things have got to be fixed in order for this stuff to work. And this is what, you know, creates frustration for people. So while the, the, the automation is important and the artificial intelligence, which is the pro programmatic code that allows the bots to kind of navigate through based on input and make decisions based on the, the workflow that you're laying out or the programming or the if then statements and else statements and all the things that go in behind all of this. If those things get to a point where they're better and better and better, they're going to be more useful. So the next time you get upset about, you know, giving information to your, your, your automation assistant, like my echo sitting next to me on my desk here or the other one that's named after a big browser and, and search company on the other desk. Um, if those two are learning and getting better, then they're going to turn my lights on better. They're going to pick my song better. They're going to dictate better. They're going to add tasks to my calendar better. You know, it's just going to be better. Alexa, add eggs to the grocery list. Alexa, add eggs to the grocery list. You already have eggs on grocery. Would you like to add eggs again? No, and thank you for proving my point. That is exactly what I'm talking about, Alexa, stop. What's fascinating about what just happened here is she learned from the last time, it used to just add more eggs. And now it says, wait a minute, I'm gonna check my list and not get more eggs than you need, or at least give you the option. That was perfect. Now, I don't know if you noticed, but she didn't hear me the first time because I went straight from a sentence to her name and didn't leave enough gap and she didn't pick it up. So her name was part of a sentence rather than distinguishable by her. That is something I'm sure that'll get worked on too. Or maybe it's new because 
oftentimes, I mean, if, if, if the, the buzzword to get her to respond was Eric, every time you say America, yes, my name is in America, every time you say America, she's going to respond, and you don't want that to happen. So this type of thing is a good thing. If you call a company and they say to you, hi, how can we help you? Please make a selection. Is this call about login, credit line increase, fraud, a lost or stolen card? Those are the same options that you'll see me building into Drift with the buttons. Or you can say, or if you don't hear it here, tell us what you're calling us about. Give them both options. You know, there's the Apple way and then there's the, the Capital One way, if you will. Or there's both ways. And my favorite way, which is often just to say agent, which I'm going to tell you is becoming less of a favorite every time because I can spend less time on chat, less time with a bot on the phone or on a website in almost every case. And no offense, I don't necessarily need to know how you're doing, how you are. You don't need to know how I am. I just need an answer real quick because I've got a client who's waiting for me and I just want to dispense with the formalities as we spoke about yesterday and get on with it. And that's okay to do with a bot. You don't have to be super friendly. Don't ever stop being friendly, but when you're in a pinch and time is important and you feel like being short and it's hard to do, you got to just get the job done. In those situations, sometimes it's better to talk to a non-human object. Look, bots get things done, folks. Bots allow us to make decisions and move things into action and take over on things that we can't do while we're sleeping or can help us. Like right now, somebody could be on my site scheduling for a Ignite session or uh, Ignite consultation or buying something. And imagine if that process was stopping them and saying, okay, look, you're about to buy this, but did you know there's a promotion now? You could buy this and use this coupon and you'll save X. It's a little bit more money, but you get a lot more bang for your buck. A bot can walk you through that process, which soon I will be deploying and being able to upsell my services or more importantly for many of you, I didn't know that that was available. And if I did, I would have bought it. I hate when I hear that. I hate when somebody says to me, I wish I would have been able to spend more money with you, but I didn't know that you offered that service. And that's another thing that a bot can do. So speaking of bots, we just got joined by the ultimate bot, um, a representative from Drift. He's here because he's a buddy of mine and he's saying Hola Amigos, which is a restaurant in Santa Barbara that I used to work at. His father lives here. A lot of irony in this. Now, this is not a bot. This is real. But notice we're chatting. We're chatting with what could be a bot, Tucker Cohen, right? Hey, folks, I've enjoyed today's talk. And Tucker is somebody you probably would love to know, but he's not necessarily um, somebody you'll, you'll be able to reach out to directly, although I'm sure he would take your, your, uh, your call. But I'm going to be talking a lot more about this product. I'm very excited about it. I love what I can do with bots and with Drift. And I'm going to be helping a lot of customers do it. I'll have lots of demos and some webinars coming up and some live courses. It's, it's one of the most exciting things I've ever seen. I love automation, as you know, because it saves us time, saves us resources, cuts our overhead, and makes us do three times what we could do without it. But at the end of it all, I'm going to tell you something right now. To this day, as much automation as I've been able to build and, and develop, 
this is a refreshing piece of software because it takes it that much further. So if you're interested in herding documents or selling products or corralling in prospects and being able to fine tune what their needs are and, 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 and using artificial intelligence by asking questions and directing the traffic and getting right to the answers that you really seek and qualifying through a funnel and determining if somebody is really going to possibly become your customer or not and just save yourself a lot of time and energy by using tools that allow us to get to that finish line faster with fewer resources and have more time to spend with your family and more money to spend on your family, then that's what this is all about. So that's what a bot is and that's how it can help you. I hope this was useful. My name is Eric Greenspan. This is Radio Ignite Live. I'm glad to be here. I'm glad you're here. We had a huge audience today. Thank you all for being here. If you wanna catch this episode or any of our episodes, go to any one of the podcast stations out there. We're there. We'll be there by the end of today. I'll, I'll have published this. You can also go to radioignite.com to find all the links and find out more information. Every morning during the week, 9 a.m. Pacific, we start Radio Ignite Live. We go about 15 minutes, 20 minutes, something like that. You're welcome to join live or listen to it recorded. Don't forget, we extended our Ignite System Lite one more day. You want to get Ignite System Lite? It's a tw there's a 20% coupon on the website go to the email that I sent you and click on that. This is your last chance. Hey folks, I'm Eric Greenspan. And as always, I look forward to our next discussion.